Okay, let's begin. Chodesh Tov, a good Chodesh, good Chodesh to everybody. Shvizocha, Rosh Chodesh is a time. Rosh Chodesh is a time of of renewal. Rosh Chodesh is a time of change. In the air, there's the ability for a person to make himself chadash, to make himself new. And one of the things that we definitely want to renew within ourselves is the ability to see the good and to find the good in every person, to find the good in ourselves, to see the good. And that's one of the things that that is challenging many times. As we know, I actually had it this morning. I've said the mushal of... of, uh, The mushal came and I had it again this morning where, where my contact lens fell on the floor. And last time what happened was my contact lens fell on the floor and I had to bend down, I had to get on my knees to find it, to find it, and it was difficult and I found it. So the muscle that I always say with that was to find the good it is sometimes difficult to find the good and sometimes you even have to get on your knees, you have to get on the floor and you have to search for it. So this morning I had an extra understanding because I thought I was going to find it sooner than I did, and I didn't, and I had to keep on searching, and I was getting frustrated because I was searching and searching and searching. But what hit me this morning as I was searching and searching for my lens is that sometimes you're not going to find it, but you got to just keep on going and keep on going and try as best as you can to find the good. Whether you're going to find the good or you're not going to find the good, that's something that doesn't always happen. But what we have to try and do, what we want to try and do, is to live a day in our life, which is our life, today is your life, to go ahead and to say, today is going to be a day where I want to try and find the good. I want to try and see the good. I want to see the good in other people. I don't want to be negative. And like we always say, even if you're negative, don't be negative about being negative, which means, okay, I'm upset that I'm down. I'm upset that I'm thinking negative thoughts. A negative thought is adding to that negative thought is, oh, I'm, I'm upset that I'm having a negative thought. You could say it's okay that I'm having a negative thought. It's okay that I'm having a That's a positive thought. A positive thought is it's okay that I'm having a negative thought. When you say, oh, I want to have a positive thought, Actually, that could be okay to say, I want to have a positive thought. But the pshat is, is that every day we have to strengthen ourselves. Every day we want to remind ourselves. Every day that we live in this planet, we have a choice. We have a choice to see the good, but we have the choice to see the bad. We have a choice to find the good. And the reason I say find is, again, is because sometimes it's difficult to see it. But you really have to search for it. You really have to look for it. And that's why we begin every day with the Chavetz Chaim. Because we want to be like people. I want to be like the Chavetz Chaim. I want to be like somebody who, who every day, every day we all want to be like that. Is a mi ha'ish a Chavetz Chaim. Oh, hey, yamim That I love my days. Liros tov. To see the good. Could you imagine the difference of a life Right, you'll see when you have children and your kids are going to get ready to go to school. School could be a very, 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 very difficult place. School could be a place where you don't feel safe. School could be a place where you get bullied. School could be a place where your Rebbe or your teacher or the principal, whoever it is, is not giving you the love and the warmth and the acceptance. Your friends in school, sometimes your children's friends, could be difficult sometimes. But if at home there's love, if at home between the siblings, now it doesn't mean that siblings don't fight, but what happens is, is that if you give the strength and the love at home, and you yourself as the father, you yourself as the husband, your wife with you, are able to give love, are able to give support, are able to give positivity, so that strengthens a child, it strengthens a person that when they will interact with negativity, when they will interact with challenges, it makes it much, much easier. 
and it gives a person a sense of a strength to be able to battle whatever they can. It all begins right here, right now, right here. Because the more you build yourself up for positivity and love, and the more you build yourself up to be a person who's looking for the good. And like I say all the times when people, like we said, Yitzi Atzadik over here, about I want to date a girl who doesn't talk Lashon Hara. It doesn't mean, right? It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that she doesn't, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, I'm going to say it even more, not that she doesn't speak Lashon Hara, she doesn't want to speak Lashon Hara. It's not the shot that, oh, you only see the good. It's, it's, it's normal sometimes not to see the good. But to be a person who's searching, to be a person who's committed, that's the word, to be a person who's committed, who's persistent. Right, we had this with Matis Monk last year. We made up this line. I was talking about consistency. Everybody wants to be consistent. People are always saying, oh, I want to be consistent. I want to wake up for chakras every morning. I want to do this every day. I want to do this consistent, consistent. Yes, there is a benefit to being consistent. However, there's something greater than consistency, and that's persistence. Persistence means I ain't giving up. Persistence means that it might be, it might be that I see the negative. It might be that I slip up on something. It might be that I do this thing wrong or that thing wrong, but I'm persistent. I'm committed to get to where I want to get to. And even if some things are negative for me, and even if things are difficult for me, I'm going to be persistent to get to the goal that I want to get. And the, in, in, in my humble opinion, that's why we start off with the Chavetz Chaim. To live a day of no Lashon Hara, to live a day where I am trying to see the good in another Jew, and it takes a lot, a lot of work. It's challenging to see the good in yourself, because the Yetzirah is Mr. Negative. You want to know what the Yetzirah is? Yetzirah is negativity. That is who the Yetzirah is. That's what he represents. The Yetzirah sees the cup always half empty. Always. The Yetzirah, right, a guy schleps himself out of bed, and he doesn't have a good davening. He doesn't concentrate on davening. What does he say? Oh, I didn't have a good davening. What about the fact that you schlepped yourself out of bed? person comes to shear and he says, okay, I spaced out. I didn't really hear the shear. What about the fact that you are in shear? A guy comes in the base medrash. He doesn't learn so well. What about the fact that you came to the base medrash? Yetzirah is always finding the weakest link. That is Mr. Yetzirah. That's what he lives off of. Nachash Afar Lachmo. The Nachash, which represents evil, which represents Amalek. Where does he get his sustenance from? from the dirt. That's where he gets his sustenance from. Where does the Nachash, where does the Yetzirah get his sustenance of you from? From your Averis, from your feeling down. That's what he loves. He lives in that world. Okay. Question, comments, as before we get to the halacha and practice. Please. Mayor, what do you have to say? I know you have something to say. Shalom. Beautiful Musaf Shalom. Beautiful Musaf. Shalom. In style. In style. Um, it's more just a comment. I just remember Please. when I was, I remember when the Baltimore Ravens uh. were playing in the Super Bowl. Nice. It was a bunch of years back. I remember I watched like a video. My, some, my uncle showed me a video. He told me to watch it. It was basically, there was this like paraplegic or like, like a vegetable. One of those people like in the wheelchair like that only could speak. And like he gets it in the Baltimore Ravens locker room, mm. and he like gives a whole speech to them about seeing the good, seeing positive. He's like you look at me, you see how look at look at my condition, and I'm happy. And you just gotta see the good in everything. And like whatever the players are gonna get mad when they end up winning the Super Bowl. Wow. I remember like watching it. Like I remember it got me like really good. I was like, wow, this person, such a terrible state, is able to just be super positive, super happy. Beautiful. Me was everything. You know? Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, Shalom. Well said. Beautiful. He reminds me, Shalom reminds me of the quote that we said during Elul of the guy. Yeah? I was going to say um, that it's also funny because you're saying that somebody went in and spoke about, um, you know, being happy with what you have uh, and loving yourself as you are and inspiring them, right? Like in terms of that, and then they go out and they win the Super Bowl. 
So how does that work? Like, why don't you come and inspire me to win the Super Bowl, and then I'll go and win the Super Bowl? Very but good. But what does me being being okay, being me, and making myself a, a part of a Beautiful. team Beautiful. have to do with that? Well, that's exactly it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said, Mayor. Good shot. Very nice, Mayor. Beautiful. Beautiful. That, you remind me of that line that I've said of the picture someone sent it of the guy who has no legs. And they asked him, how with you having no legs are you able to stay so positive? And he responded, how are you with two legs are you able to stay so negative? Right, that's Shalom. Right, we got to remember that one. That's we, we could say that every day. It's fire, exactly. Like Shlomi ended off yesterday's shir talking about that, the fact the invisible people. We are so blessed. We're blessed beyond, yes, Ari. Yes, so I think Shalom actually sent me a video of this guy who has Down syndrome, and he went to this team, and he went to speak a little bit, like on the field. And everybody heard a lot of clapping, whatever, and then he's like, the only disability in life is a bad attitude. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. The only disability in life is a bad attitude. That is right. Right. Correct. It's so true. So true. Beautiful. Yeah, Morty. We said yesterday about Saras. Right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Morty. First of all, I love the fact. Yeah, yeah, Morty. I love it. I just want to say that I love the way. I love the way that Morty. I love the. Well, come here for a second. I love the way that Morty um, is uh, references like day 26 from his notebook, reading from the uh, the things that we said. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to uh, wish that I don't know how many of you know Libby. Libby is from the. Libby's been here for, this is his fourth year in the yeshiva, uh, Baruch Hashem. He's from the, uh, the founders of the yeshiva. Libby was here, right, we'll call you from the, that came the first year, that, that Shabbos, I'll never forget that you came, right, that we... Uh, Not forgetting it either. Yeah, and, uh, and talk about somebody who has grown. I can't even begin to tell you how much he's grown here. And he wears the uh, wears our yeshiva, not just outside on him, Libby, but uh, the hard work and the perseverance and their persistence. Like I was saying, Libby is a is a prime example of somebody who's persistent, who continues his journey, continues to find what he's looking for, and we'll miss you very much, Libby. say to you guys, to be honest. Um, no, if anything I learned over here, it's that uh, it's not uh, what everyone, like, the world considers, like, the best. That's what you got to do. It's like what you consider yourself to be, and that's the best that you can be, and then that's what this issue is for. So that's all I got to say. Lashon Hara, even when you express it without meaning to degrade. A person, we're on day 27, 75. You're not allowed to engage in a conversation through which a negative action or trait can be deduced about someone. Even though the negative information 
was not your intention. For example, you say, my heart goes out to Yisrael. He has so many expenses lately. Unfortunately, his wealthy father-in-law doesn't plan on helping him. So your intention is to express your sympathy for Yisrael. However, since a negative fact is implied about his father-in-law, you're not allowed to discuss it. Sometimes, says the Chavetz Chaim, you don't even mean to talk negatively about someone. You are trying to bring out a different point altogether. Yet, if the result is that a negative point is implied about someone, then you're not allowed to say it. For example, you're not allowed to discuss someone's actions if it will put him in a negative light, even if he wasn't obligated to perform that action. For example, I don't understand why he didn't chip in or he didn't want to chip in with us for the present. So what you're saying is, is that you're, you're discussing um, something that, that is negative about him, even though he didn't have to chip in. But by you saying, I'm not sure, I don't understand why he didn't want to chip in, so it makes him sound that people could deduce, oh, maybe he's cheap, oh, maybe he doesn't like the guy, whatever it might be. So basically, not only is it specifically saying something negative about someone, but even something that somebody can, can deduce from that something negative. And the first thing is, is that even if your intention was to talk about this guy Yisrael who's going through a hard financial time, your, your point was not to talk about his father-in-law. But what happens is, while you're talking about Yisrael going through a financial time, you say, oh yeah, and his, his father-in-law who has a lot of money, I don't think is going to help him. So you didn't mean to, to diss his father-in-law. But what happens is, through you talking about him, you end up saying something negative. And that's why, and then I'll, I'll uh, hear questions um, after this, that's why I always say it's very, you have to be very careful, stop to talk about other people. Because when you begin talking about other people, when you're in a forum and you start talking about this guy and that guy, even if your intention is not to say something negative, many times things will come out of that conversation which will end up being negative. Question, comments, please. Yes. Are you a man of In Rebbe's example, so without mentioning the father, but are you not mentioning if people are going to are going to Okay, so you can, if, if everyone knows his father-in-law is uh, this wealthy guy and you're saying, yeah, he's struggling and it could, and someone might say to that conversation, right? Well, what Reb Zev is saying, okay, why am I talking about Yisrael's financial uh, situation anyway? In order to get him help. Right, okay, good. No, what I'm saying is that that's where the problems lead. Then someone says, oh, does, isn't his father-in-law so-and-so? Why doesn't he help him? That's why you have to be so careful. You have to be so careful. You have to be so careful. Even if you're not mentioning his name. Be so careful. That's not Lashon Hara, but a person has to be so careful once he starts bringing up, oh, because people sit around, and the natural thing that happens when people sit around is they talk about other people. And once you start talking about other people, besides the fact that you're living someone else's life, like we said yesterday, right, you're chasing someone else's tail, but what it could lead to is tremendous negativity. Okay, and Lashonara. Question, comments? Yes. On what you said before about you, like, you said you dropped your contact and you were looking for it and you got to keep looking and you can't stop looking for it. Sometimes you can find that mm-hmm. you find someone, that's a, good, that's, that's a good point, right? So me, personally, I would just think like, oh, so what's the point? What's the point of looking if I'm not even going to say Right, right. But then... I, I learned with Kutay Alachot with with the Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda from there, the, the Israeli. Right. And it says that I forgot where I didn't write where, but it says Hashem gets immense pleasure from from his, his sons with their ratzon, with their exactly, water. exactly. E- even more so than the action. Correct. So even if Correct. you don't find the Nikuda, Correct. Then we still get crazy. Correct. Correct. Oh. Well said, Shimon. Yes. Nice. Yes. So true. So true. And, and, yeah, and, and, I want, and I want to just, on what you're saying, Shimon, you eventually will, the question is like this, am I a person who's searching for the good and looking for the good? That's what you want to ask yourself. You want to become a person whose life is that I'm looking for the good. 
If you're waiting, Shimon, like you're saying, for every time to see the good, and if you don't see the good, then you're not going to look for the good, then you're not a person who is searching for the good. You're a person who wants to only see the good, meaning you want to be in that state that you're only seeing the good. But if you become a person who I'm always searching for the good, then eventually you will pick up more and more good things. But most people, what happens to them is that life hits them and you have different situations and you blame your parents, you blame your wife, you'll blame your children, you'll blame your boss. You'll have many, many things to blame. And you'll say that that's why I am negative. But if I'm a person who is always searching to find the good, then no matter what situation I'm in, I'm going to train myself. And I will be a person who is always finding the, the good. Because every situation in life, there always will be a situation in life that can present itself that will bring out something negative if you want to find the negative. There's always a situation like that. Just like there's always good that you can find. Well said, Shimon. Beautiful. Yeah, please. On, on, on what you said, like, instead of looking at, like, let's say somebody keeps Shabbat for two weeks, right? And then they don't keep Shabbat and they get so down about it, right? But if you look back, you can say, whoa, I kept two Shabbatot. I was, on, I was just on the flight back from Ukraine and this totally non-religious um, Israeli was sitting next to me and whatever, he started talking with me and he says, like, he was asking me where I was, this and that, and I told him, I mean, he said, he said, how do I get that, that passion? Like, I, I feel like I'm not doing anything. No matter. I put on Tulane 15 years already, 15 years straight. This is what he said. He said, I still don't feel anything. And I said, just like you said with your mindset, I repeated what you say. And I said, 15 years straight of Tulane? Are you kidding me? And he was literally like, his whole mind, like I saw on his face, his whole life, he was like, whoa. Right, exactly, exactly. Beautiful, Shimon, beautiful. Well said. And, and, and you know what? And you know what? The, the, the Rabbanu Shalom sent for this person the ability for this guy to, to, to beat his Yetzirah because the Yetzirah focuses on I've been putting on tefillin for 15 years and I still haven't dot, dot, dot. While the Yetzirah Tov which was you, Shimon, is coming and saying, coming and saying, what do you mean you put on? But Lamaisa, you're putting on tefillin. The Medrash says, listen to this Medrash. The Medrash says, the Medrash says, Hatipish, the fool, the fool says, let me get it so I can read it inside. The Medrash says, I'm just going to try to find it quickly over here. The Medrash says, This is for <coughs> the Medrash says, Medrash Shir Hashirim. This is Medrash. Hatipish Omer. If you're a fool, you will say, Hareni Lomade. Torah umeshakcha. Yes. Add something before. Please, Avi, please. Um, we're, the Rav is speaking now and telling us how we have to like always try to find like good because there's also a lot of bad we can focus on. So when I came here to the yeshiva, like I knew I was coming here to like, and it puts a lot of emphasis on being yourself and, and the Rabbi is always speaking about doing what you want to do. And it was like, it was something that like I always knew that like this yeshiva had, but I was never able to really like feel it and connect with it. So like I don't know, lately that was just, like thinking a lot and like like when I realized where I am now and like that you could really like just be yourself and like focus on the good that you have and every and the good in everything that you do every day of your life. It's just like it's amazing, amazing like place that we're in and like I just like when I realized that I just felt so comfortable with myself and I had this like work for the yeshiva like crazy like I just wanted to share that you know like, wow.
I realized how it's changing me that I just stood up here and just shared my thought. Like, it's the first time I came to the Rouse Share, unfortunately, but I made it. Why, unfortunately? It. What do you mean? You're here. How much it could change, how much it could change you, and like, I'm sorry, but like, I didn't, I, I, it was like hard to get here, like, I didn't really like, want to, I didn't have the drive, but like, when you realize, like, you like, tap into it, you realize what you have, and you come, you come to appreciate it, like, I just stood up now, like, I, I feel so confident, like, I don't care, I have no, like, no judgment free, I don't, I don't care what you guys think right now. <laughs> 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 the Medrash says, thank you, Avi, amazing. The Medrash says, ready for this, guys? The tippish, the fool, this is a Medrash. The fool says, Hareini lome Torah I learn Torah, but I forget the Torah that I learn. Ma animoel. So what's the point? What's the point? The hapikeach oimer, the the smart man, the wise man says, "Velo schar yegia ani notel." At the end of the day, do I not get schar for learning? What's the the defining uh, clear difference between the fool and the smart man? The fool is looking at the negative, and the wise man is looking at the positive. They're both doing the same exact action. But the fool is focused on what he didn't do, and the wise man is focused on what he is doing. And that's something that's so important to remember. And that's the ikr, that's the main avoda of the Yitzhahara. The main avoda of the Yitzhahara is negativity, negativity, negativity. So Hashem should help us. We're going to learn a little Masil Shisharim now. We just have a few more minutes. Hashem should help us all and all of Klal Yisrael. That we should be Zocha, each and every one of us, should be Zocha that every day, especially this month, it's Rosh Chodesh, that this month will be a month of more love, more respect, more positivity, more working on ourselves, more being able to find and to search, to search to search and find the good that we have and every Jew has. Yes, please, Mayor, yes. Just because uh, we were speaking about this a few years ago uh, on a Friday night uh, about how the Yitzhahara is always going to the worst spot and that's why he is like um, a fly. Mm. fly is always mm. flying to the garbage. Beautiful. So that, you know, what, Beautiful. There's like a fly around. It's it's bothering you. You're getting confused. You're trying to swipe it. You can't. You can't. Because um, the fly, you know, can see in slow motion and it knows. But once you have one friend with you in the in the room and, and the fly is there, you can kill it like that. Same exact thing with the gates are coming for all our negativity and this and that. But, you know, all that it takes is just like with the fly. Just go connect with one friend. Beautiful, beautiful. Well said, Mayor. Shkoch. It's true. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. It's true what Mayor is saying. When you're alone, when you're alone, the Yitzhahara is much more powerful. When you have other people, when you have a friend, the Yitzhahara cannot do the da- any. He really can't do anything with two people. Can't do anything with two, three people, four people. Amen. Okay, um, let's continue with the Mesil Sisharim. What, we, what we've been talking about is Yira. What the Ramchal taught us yesterday and the day before is that Yira is not what we think it is, but rather Yira of Yiras Haromimus means that you're developing a relationship with Hashem. It's not the fact that I'm afraid that Hashem is going to punish me. It's I first, my first step is that I'm developing a relationship with Hashem. And once I learn 
how to develop a relationship with Hashem. We said yesterday, a lot has to do with developing relationships with people, learning how to develop relationships with yourself and others. So then you're able to have a relationship, a better relationship with Hashem. And that's the first step. The second step, the Ramchal said, then you realize, as Eli was saying a few days ago, that you are, Hashem is the God of the world. Hashem is the God of the Jewish people. But then there's the fact that Hashem is my God. What is my personal relationship with Hashem? And that's something to ask yourself. That's something to ask yourself. The third step, says Ramchal, that's the pshat that it says, Basically like this, Malachim or Kroivim Elav Yisbarach B'mnei Aguf HaChamru HaChamri so kalahem yoiser ledamay shevach dulaso alkein moro aleim yoiser mimashu albnei haadam. Says the Ramchal like this: In order for a person to have more yira, in order for a person to develop a relationship with Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu said this: Anochi omed bein Hashem ubeinechem. Anochi omed bein Hashem ubeinechem means my ego, my anochius. It's not the Pashup shot in the Pasuk, but it means my ego, my physical body, my physical things is what stand between me and God. Because my relationship with Hashem is deeper than my body. It's about my neshama. It's about my soul. It's about my purpose on this planet. And what happens is the malachim, the angels, are able to perceive Hashem because they don't have the physical body taking them away from that connection to Hashem as a neshama, as a spiritual being. Each and every one of us looks at ourselves as, I'm a physical person, and then there's the spiritual element that I'm trying to tap into, right? I'm a physical person, I live in this world, but I'm trying to connect myself to spirituality. But that's not the truth, it's the opposite. You are a spiritual being. You are a neshama. You're greater of a neshama than you are a guf. What's the raya? What's the proof? Because your body is only on this world for 70, 80, 90 years, 100 years, however long a person's body is in this world. Your soul, your neshama, your purpose in this planet is so much bigger. It's so much bigger than what we can imagine. So it's not the pshat that I am a physical person trying to tap into spirituality. I am a spiritual person. I am a ruchni person. And when a person begins to realize that my life is a spiritual life, it's not just a physical life, it's a spiritual life, then you tap in to Yiras Hashem. You tap in to Hashem. You tap in to the universe as the olam is Malashan Helam, which means it hides a person from this truth. The world wants to hide each and every one of us from understanding something called ruchnius. And there's something called spiritual. And the more gashmius we have, the more physical things we have, the more difficult it is for a person to connect to the ruchnius. But what a person has to know, because a person has to know the truth, the emesis, the truth of each and every one of us, is we are all on a spiritual journey. People think about it and they say, okay, what am I doing for a living? How am I going to make money? How am I going to become this on a physical spectrum? But what about your spiritual spectrum? What is your neshama? Why did you come down to this world in 1998, in 2000? However, whenever guys were born, why did you come during this stage in life? Have you been here before on this planet? The answer probably is, you probably have been here before on this planet. What is my purpose? Why did Hashem put me with my parents? Why did Hashem put me with my challenges? Why did Hashem put me with the way I look? Why did Hashem put me with my intellect? Why did Hashem put me with my nisyonis? Why did Hashem give me my desires? Why did Hashem give me whatever He gave me? 
because he has a spiritual purpose for each and every one of us. He has a powerful, powerful purpose. The world will not sell you on that purpose. The purpose of the world is give me your money, make money so you could be a consumer, go ahead and get a job so you can make money, so you can go ahead and buy a car, have a house. What are you going to do? What's your purpose? That's a person's physical purpose on this world, which is depressing if you, if you ask me. But when a person realizes that I have meaning in my life, I have more than the physical. Because the goal of Judaism and the beauty of Judaism is that we get both. See, the problem that Asaph has, the problem that Amalek has, the problem that the world has is they don't even get the Gashmias. They don't even get the Gashmias. If Hollywood had all the Gashmias in the world and everyone was so happy, you know where I'd be, guys? I'd be in Hollywood. That's where, personally, that's where I would be. If Jamaica was the place where everybody would be happy, if on all the yachts, with all the wine and all the beer and all the drugs and all the, the, the tivus in the world, if that's where ultimate happiness was, count me in. But the irony of it all is, is that you don't even get the gashmias. You don't even get the physical pleasures. But when you become a spiritual person, what happens is you then begin to actually get your physical pleasures. That's when your pleasures actually kick in. Yes, Dovi, you had a question and then Menachem. Um, gosh, this part's interesting now because uh, I want to know where towards a physical thing and where we're uh, not physical. Right? I don't understand that we have a spiritual purpose. The Torah itself is a physical world. Well, we live in a physical world. Hey, it's a Torah. So first of all, there's a Torah that's not physical also. There's a Torah in Shemayim. It says, Hashem owes la'amo yitin. We haven't even gotten the real, 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 real. We only see the Torah on its physical dimension. The Torah is, is beyond... There's a, there's, there's a part of the Torah that's, that's in Shemayim, that's Ruchnias, that we can't. We're, the Torah that we learn, that we have in the mitzvahs, is made for us in this world, for us in this world. Correct, correct. That's the tefillin that we put on, that's the mezuzah we put on the door, that's the sukkah that we build, that's the lulav that we shake, that's the halachas, that's the physical, that's the physical Torah, that, that's the miser we take from our produce. But that's all taking the Gashmias and making it spiritual. But this world, the revelation of Mashiach and the re revelation of reality, the reality is, is that everything is spiritual. The reality is that I am more spiritual, you are more spiritual. The tzaddikim say, when a person wakes up in the morning, he says, Mo de'ani lefanecha. Mo de'ani lefanecha. He has to say, I am a neshama. I have a spiritual purpose. I have a bigger purpose than what? What's a person going to write on his list of his purpose? What is a purpose? In America, there is one purpose. What's the purpose of being an American? Being in America, there's one goal as an American. What is that? Cash. What? Right. Rich and famous. Right? Who said that? Where's Yitzi? Who said, uh, what was that line that someone said that, that it used to be? Yeah. That it used to be, they took a poll of, of, uh, of children. I know in my day, if you asked a child back in the day, what do you want to do when you grow up? What did he used to say? I want to be a fireman. I want to be a policeman. I want to be a, a what? Astronaut. Race car driver. Right? Right? You ask a girl, they want to be teachers. They want to be whatever it is. Right? Nowadays, they say, if you ask a kid, what do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be what? rich and famous. Rich and famous. With a lot of cash. Without meaning. Without purpose. And that's on a Gashmias level. Talk about a Ruchmias level. Talk about a spiritual level. For a person to ask himself, why as a Jew... Why was I put in this planet? And that's a very difficult question to answer. 
And when you're 18 years old and you leave high school, this is one of the most challenging times that you're going to have in your life when you're 18 till you're 21, till you find your wife, is challenging because you are now dealing with life. You're dealing with questions of who you are and where you're going and what is it all about. And Baruch Hashem, we're blessed with something called Judaism. We're blessed with something called the Torah. We're blessed with something that we have Hashem, that we can have the most meaning in our life with all the Gashmias in the world, with all the physical. Yes, Menachem. Right, right, right. Say that again out loud. Yeah, you hear this? Right. Jim Carrey said, yes. That what? Right. I wish everyone could be rich and famous. So I say, that's not where happiness is. And where happiness, beautiful Menachem, where happiness comes and a connection to Hashem comes is when a person is able, yes, Michal. That what? I didn't say they're never happy. I didn't say Richard Famous people are never happy. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't say that. No, I said that that's what the that's what the goal is for people. I didn't say I don't want. I'd love to be rich and famous. Please, bring it on. But I'm saying that's not. I'm that's not my goal in life. Is not to be rich and famous. I wouldn't mind being rich and famous. I'm saying that's not my goal in life. My goal, my pursuit in life is not to be rich and famous. That's not my goal. So that's what I'm saying. The goal, yeah? I'm trying, I'm trying, that's a great question. He said if someone would ask me what's my goal in life, um, my goal in life is, is um, to be here right now, wherever I am, to be where I am right now. I'm trying to be here. That's my goal. That's my goal. My goal is I'm trying to be here and to be the best me that I could be here right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's right. I want to be here. I want to be here right now being me to the fullest that I can be. And in five minutes, if you ask me the same question... And in five minutes, if you ask me the same question, I, I hope that I'll say the same exact answer. I want to be the fullest that I can be wherever I am at that, at that time. I want to be the most me that I can be. I'm saying that's one of the things. You ask me the, a personal question, I'm saying. I, I, that, that's, but my pursuit is not to be rich and famous. I don't think that's anyone's it could be it is, but I would I would get off of that of that wagon fast because that's not going to bring you life. Why is that? Yes. Goal? Why is that my goal? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to get to my, my goal. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm trying. I'm saying you're. I'm saying. I'm. I'm saying. He saying. I personally. I. I personally want. I'm just. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm answering. I'm answering me personally. I want to be the best I can be, the fullest of me that I could be, as much as I can, whenever I can. I was put in this world, and, and, and that's what I like to do, is to be the best I can be, as much as I can be. I'll think about it more. I'm, I'm happy that, he, that he's asking me that question. Yeah, Dovi. Sense. Tell us how to have rochus. You're talking about the Torah? Hashem communicates to us through the Torah. So he says, Dovi, I love you very much. I'd like you to have a relationship with me. The way to have a relationship with me is I'd like you to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, sure, no problem. What else can I do for you? That's a relationship. Right? Your wife's going to ask you, Dovi, could you please do X, Y, and Z? What are you going to say? Sure, honey, I would love to. So Hashem says, Dovi, I'd like to, you to do X, Y, and Z. And you say, sure, Hashem, I would love to. 
That's a relationship. That's all. And he put us in this world, and he gives us things to connect to him with. That's what the mitzvahs are. That's what the mitzvahs are. Yes, Shalom. This is how I'm understanding it. Tell me if I'm understanding correctly. Remember he's saying that when you have the Torah, and you have the spirituality, your gashmius becomes better. Yes. Is that because when you're focused on Hashem, you're focused on doing business, then when you have that beer or you have that steak, it becomes so much more because it's not every day my focus is on the beer or the steak. My, my focus is on the Torah. So then when I do focus on the other thing, it's like, wow. Right. So, so, so yes, yes. The answer to Shalom's question is, the true answer to Shalom's question is, authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to what? Reality. The reality is, the reality is not one's escape from reality. If my steak and my beer if my bed, if my whatever you want to call it, is my escape from reality, of my purpose in this world, you have a massive, massive reality. And that reality is, is that you're a neshama. That's a reality. When you're tapped into that reality, then, then you are, then your steak and your beer and everything else connects to that reality. Not that I don't have my reality. It's part of it. What people do, what people, what the mistake, and I've told this to you guys before, the mistake is, is that people, I was speaking to someone yesterday about this. Why are we in a world of addictions? We're in a world of addictions now, more than ever. And addictions is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger is because we're in a world of abundance. And when you're in a world of abundance and you have whatever it is that you want, the muscle I was telling, I was, I was speaking with someone, the muscle that I was giving him was I was saying, I was in the car the other day with my family and uh, one of the kids was uh, with Spotify, was the DJ of the car and something that, that we didn't have growing up, Spotify, where you can get any song, any time, any whatever it is. So as we're playing each song, they're already searching for the next song. I'm sure everyone, this is how you live your life. You're searching for the next song. So you're not even satisfied with the song that you're playing because you're already in the second song, right? Just like I told, right, the guy with who's making a lachayim and he's got, the, he's got his hand on the bottle and he's got his hand on the other cup of of whiskey or whatever scotch whatever it is and he's holding this one I'm like you're 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 hurting the feelings of this lachaim by by focusing on this other lachaim take one lachaim at a time but what happens is the addict he's already focused on the next cup of of wine he can't enjoy he can't enjoy he's on the next song I was saying when I remember growing up when I was 15 and you heard a great right uh, right? Anyone who can relate to this, you heard a great song on the radio, right? You heard a great song on the radio, you had to wait. I remember waiting like a full day, right? Right, Sergeant? Yeah. You wait a full day and you listen to the station and then there your song, your song comes on. It was, it was Mamish, the biggest happy, the Simchas Torah. Mamish, my song, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're playing my song. Bam. And you would enjoy that song. Now it's like, okay, I'll get whatever song I want, and then I'm focused on the next song. And that's, Now, again, I'm not saying that, that that's just the world we live in. But what happened because of that is we are not able to enjoy. We're not able to enjoy. Not able to enjoy. So when somebody doesn't have purpose, when I don't have a purpose of my life, when I don't have a purpose of my existence, then I'm in big, big trouble. I'm in big, big trouble. And Baruch Hashem, we're blessed that we have a purpose. We have a neshama. We have a Torah. We have an olam haba. We have an olam haza. And we get the steak with the schnapps and the herring and the everything with it. That's what we get. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should have a month. Yes. So when says, I'm back. No, no, no problem. Like it's a mind blow. 
tries to do in life, I'm like, whoa, sweet. So I'm trying to get it. That that when Rebbe is saying, and he's trying to be like here and now, right? So 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 and tying that with the whole like the whole like uh, spirituality reasons, all all physicality and stuff. So what Rebbe is saying, because the only way that anybody can ever be here and now is because I have a sense of reality and because I have a sense of what I'm doing in this world. And, and because of that, that's why I'm trying to be so in this moment. This yes, is, yes, yes. Which is ultimately Dveikus Pashem. Not a conversation for now. But Tzaddik calls that Dveikus Pashem. Dveikus being, yes, Dveikus Pashem. That's Dveikus. Dveikus, Dveikus, which is Ahava. We're not up to Ahava, but Dveikus is a, is a subcategory of Ahava. Ahava Hashem is, is what you're describing. Is where you're you're just, you, you lose in Lahavdal Alpha Avdalas, in reinventing himself. I think the first chapter when he discusses losing yourself. Lahavdal Alpha Avdalas, that is a sense of dvekas, where you're just in your zone, being you, living, connecting, dot, dot, dot. And like right. getting to the point of like losing yourself is like I'm enjoying the state. Correct, exactly, correct. Yes, yes. Right. Somebody who's a someone who's an addict does not enjoy. Addicts don't enjoy what they're doing. That's why they keep on going. They're not enjoying it, right? Is that that's the way it works? They're not enjoying. It. They're not enjoying. Abusers, not, not right. Addicts. Exactly correct. Hashem should help each and every one of us. So it's, we uh, yes. It's the thing that if my whole happiness comes from my connection to and being in the here and now. <laughs> Well, so that would mean that I would never go and escape it. Because if I'm in the here and now, so then why would I leave? Correct. So it must be when I'm leaving, and when I'm leaving, I'm like, oh, I hate reality. You don't hate reality. You're living in a fantasy. You hate Beautiful. The fantasy. Beautiful. You're escaping. Beautiful. Or I'm Beautiful. escaping Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. I gotta get in touch with my reality. Yes. And then, I, and then, and then I'm gonna have yes. to deal with it. Yes. 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 Hashem should help us all be connected to reality. We should be connected to our souls. We should be connected to our purpose in life, and that will bring us all the blessings and the shefa. And don't forget to smash your rearview mirrors. Don't forget that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks, and, and I'm constantly going to them next to him. That is why I refuse to give up the old deck. Right. Because, because I, you can't do it. Right, right, I have to. Right. I have to remind myself. Yeah. That I'm one moment at a time. Right. I'm just the one song first.